Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WWJ All Local. As we just heard from CBS News. Israel has signaled a ground invasion of Gaza could come at any moment in its ongoing war with Hamas. As loss of life continues to grow, local Metro Detroit Jews rally in support of an immediate ceasefire. Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free that rally Palestine! is taking place at this hour in downtown Detroit, and that's where we find WWJ's John Hewitt. He joins us with the details. John? Tony, as the uh, Israelis are preparing to what everybody is anticipating, uh, a, a ground offensive into Gaza to A, destroy Hamas's military structure, but also don't forget recover or try to, uh, those being held hostage, now estimated to be some 200 people taken from Israel into Gaza by Hamas. Metro area Jewish residents, including some members of a, a group known as uh, the uh, Jewish uh, vo voice for peace, but others certainly not affiliated with any particular group, they gathered to voice their concern that this is going to escalate and gather uh, thousands of others that were innocent lives already killed and just add to those numbers. The group advocating for an immediate ceasefire and asking U.S. Uh, Senators Debbie Stebenow and Gary Peters to voice their concerns to this end to try and get a ceasefire in Gaza. Among those speaking was this man who wished not to share his name. I cannot live with myself or my people if another people experience genocide in my name. Not in my name. Not in anyone's name. The group also calling for an immediate release of humanitarian aid that is stuck at this point on the Gaza-Egyptian border in terms of uh, medical supplies, food, water that they want to have brought in to support those Palestinian people they say are under siege. Reporting live in Detroit, John Hewitt, WWJ News Radio 950. All right, thank you, John. Michigan's Task Force for Palestine held a press conference earlier today to address the alleged surge in threats and intimidations targeting Arab and Muslim communities here in the Detroit area. Here's Executive Director of the Michigan Chapter of the CARE, Dawood Walid. Within the past week, our office at CARE Michigan has received a number of calls and concerns from community constituents people who feel like they're being bullied or harassed at the workplace, students who are worried about their standing in classes from high school even to university, being subjected to anti-Muslim and anti-Palestinian rhetoric from their own instructors. 
There's heightened security around the Metro Detroit area, including Dearborn police with extra patrols out in the area. Schools in Metro Detroit are also on high alert. The UAW responds to Bill Ford's call to end the auto strike. Let's get more live on this story now from WWJ Auto Beat reporter Jeff Gilbert. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon, Tony. And Bill Ford making that call this morning at a speech at the historic Rouge Complex. I call on my great UAW colleagues, some of whom I've known for decades. Many are close personal friends. We need to come together to bring an end to this acrimonious round of talks. UAW President Sean Fain in a statement just released saying that Ford should tell his CEO Jim Farley to quote, stop playing games and get a deal done or we'll close the rouge for him. Ford saying that it shouldn't be his company versus the UAW, but the two working together against foreign competitors and EV startups. Fain saying he wants to organize those companies too and make it what he calls auto workers everywhere versus corporate greed. Reporting live. I'm Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. Meanwhile, as a midnight strike deadline approaches for workers at the Detroit Three Casinos, union leaders say negotiations remain far apart on several issues. The Detroit Casino Council, which represents about 3,700 workers, says the key issues are wages, health care, retirement security, technology language, and a fair workload for housekeepers. A report released earlier today says if there is a strike, each day could put nearly $750,000 in city and state taxes in jeopardy, along with $3.4 million in revenue for the casinos. Just two weeks ago, 99% of casino workers voted to authorize a strike if a contract isn't reached. Health leaders from across the state are growing concerned that it could be a tough flu season, in part because of the low vaccination rates. Dr. Bina Nakapala is the president of the Michigan Academy of Family Physicians. Since the beginning of COVID pandemic, we have seen an alarming decrease in vaccinations that protect against highly contagious and serious illnesses. Now we need to reverse this trend, particularly as flu season approaches. Vaccine fatigue remains strong, and we need to remember that flu can be fatal for all ages. We can start with some basic information to correct a common misconception. Influenza is not the stomach flu, and it's also different from common cold. Last year, Michigan's public health goal was to vaccinate at least 4 million residents against the flu, and just over 3 million were actually vaccinated. Lions fans are still pumped up today as they return home from the airport from Tampa, where the Lions picked up a big victory yesterday over the Buccaneers. I think Gary Gilliard from Farmington Hills, he slept in his Lions garb. He just got off the plane arriving Monday morning from Tampa Bay. Gary... What are you wearing? I have my lion's jacket, my victory chain, and my lion's shoes on. And then there's Jay Ziegler. He's from Jackson, also arriving at Metro Airport from Tampa Bay. How were the Tampa Bay fans seeing all the lion's jerseys? They were nice. Everyone was nice. It was just high-fiving all the way. I mean, it was like a blue wave walking in the stadium. It was awesome. And most of the fans I've talked to said they can't wait to do another road trip. At Metro Airport, Charlie Langton, WBJ News Radio, 950. Lane closures are now in effect on I-75 as MDOT crews prepare for a new way to drive. Final work began earlier today to prepare HOV lanes in both directions of I-75 between 12 Mile and South Boulevard in Oakland County. There will be lane closures in both directions until the lanes are officially opened at the end of October. When those lanes open, only cars with two or more people inside can use the HOV lanes between the hours of 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. and between the hours of 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. weekdays.
Detroit Metro Airport is expanding its destination pass program. As of today, visitors who do not have flights are able to use a kiosk to apply for and receive a pass in minutes. The pass provides an opportunity for visitors to go inside the airport to watch planes take off and or greet family and friends. Anyone who wants to apply for one will need to scan their ID and type the required information into a kiosk. If approved, the pass will be printed out. Then visitors must report to a TSA security checkpoint. Now that the kiosks are officially up and running, the web-based application has been discontinued. Most parents say they want their kids to become more independent, but a new University of Michigan poll finds the majority of parents of kids ages 9 to 11 won't let them go trick-or-treating with friends unless there is a grown-up with them. Trick-or-treating, only 15% of those parents said their 9 to 11-year-old goes trick-or-treating without an adult. And it actually wasn't much better for some other day-to-day tasks like staying home for a 30 to 60 minutes, only 58%, or even biking or walking over to a friend's house, only a third. That's Sarah Clark, co-director of a new U of M Mott Children's Hospital national poll on children's health. Clark says most parents cited worried about the safety as their top reason why they wouldn't want their child trick-or-treating without an adult present. But only 17% of the parents who were polled felt their neighborhood wasn't safe for children to be alone. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8s, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.